0: Locked on Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
1: Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. I am Clint. Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Bulldogs and Locked On Podcast your team every day. If you're over on the audio side, glad you're there. Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Uh, leave us a five-star rating and review. If you're over on YouTube, how y'all doing? Glad you're here. Comment, subscribe, let us know you're there. Give us your takes on our takes. And Daniel, that's because we do takes as fans give takes, which is again that's why right. everybody here listening is mm-hmm. is doing this. They, we're fans, so let's have some fun together. Let's do this thing. Give us your right. comments, your reactions to our comments and our reactions. We, you're we not enjoy gonna-
0: it. You're not going to hurt our feelings, um, but we do enjoy. We do enjoy the dialogue. We appreciate. We get a good laugh um, w- when you say something funny, whether you intend to or not. We do get a good laugh about it. And so, um, by the way,
1: Weldon Brothers haven't forgotten about the request you sent. Intern Michael is just slow on the draw. That's all that that we can say. We told you this yesterday. Weldon Brothers. He's he's worthless. He's absolutely.
0: One day you'll meet him, and you'll realize that, like, this is <laughs> my goodness. What a what a tough time of this for the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. Part of yes, Locked sir. On Atlanta, by the way. If you're an Atlanta hmm. sports fan, check out the Locked On Atlanta uh, stuff. Great and by the way, today's episode. On. Today's episode brought to you by BetOnline.net. Oh, we finally got to that. A minute and forty two seconds into the recording. That's great. But we um, but we got to uh, it. Speaking of things that are not breaking news, Clint. Okay. Um, Couple days old here, but T's and peas to everyone who buried the Georgia program when Amarius Mims oh. transferred. Oh, oh interesting! No. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> oh no! Um.
1: Because by the way, by the way, he the, the he, he back.
0: He went out there, and looked around, and said, Ugh, no, no, I do not um, want to be out here.
1: I'm no, fine." It's it turns out, out here turns out with Monk and with with guys like Broderick Jones and McClendon, it turns out that I can make a lot of money and enjoy my time playing college football. Ah, that's the interesting. Th- That Oh, wait. Interesting. There it is. Hmm. There it is. Okay. Well, um, a little
0: premature burying the program because we lost a five-star backup offensive lineman, but the five-star backup offensive lineman's back, and he's still a backup.
1: So that's fun. Hmm. I just cool, cool, cool. I love it. I love it when stupid people get stupid prizes, and they just make claims, yes. and then all of a sudden those fantastic. claims are exposed It's fantastic. All right, uh, today we're, we're talking, talking about defense, defense. Clint. Defense. We Who told you we all we were? Touched, yes,
0: we talked so much about the offense. We have high hopes for the offense. You said forty points heard. a game. In the offense. I did. People think I, you're exaggerating. People think that you're just making things up. People think that you're just pulling that number out of your out of your butt. But we'll see. Time will tell, Clint. But the defense, Clint, is what everybody's worried about. Everybody knows that the defense carried this team last year. You don't have to be an abject Stetson Bennett hater to to admit that the defense was the greatest defense that college football may have ever ever seen ever. 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 Okay? And then you take into account that there's plenty of talent on this year's current defense but when you look at the NFL draft that's coming up, Clint, and the number of players that are going to be drafted in the first few rounds, particularly yes, the number of players that are going to be drafted in the first few rounds from the defense, you begin to sweat a little as a Georgia fan. Yep. This was our first opportunity to see some people on the field. And I will say that while there are injuries on the defense, um, you know, you got um, Tyke Smith, uh, yep. obviously, is is still out. There are there a are few injuries on the defense. Not nearly as many notable injuries on the defensive side as there was on the offensive side of the That's ball. Right. And so you did get a bit of a taste of these are many of the guys, not all, but many of the guys that you're going to be seeing this fall for Georgia. So if this is who we are, Clint – Mm-hmm. what stood out to you who stood out to you who made some plays that made you go oh okay you seemed hopeful about the
1: defense so tell me why i got three names i'll give you one right out of the blocks that really impressed me and it's not going to show up. he didn't make any big statistical plays um but i think nolan smith if you go back and we've watched g-day about 20 times now okay here's what happens at g-day okay let me let me try to encourage you fan You don't sack the quarterback. You don't touch the quarterback. Praise God, you don't sack the quarterback. The quarterback. You do nothing. Okay. Nolan Smith's first first five steps coming out of the blocks, Daniel. On Mm -hmm. most plays, I watched him had dip, had great flexibility, had great speed. And he was, if the play was extended more than the one and a half seconds that he's really allowed to burst, he's getting pressure on almost every single time that I saw him in there. And he set the edge on run. The, the run plays besides Dejon Edwards, a little, little, little scoot out mm-hmm. there came between the tackles and were confined within there. And Nolan Smith showed me that he has been working on technician side more and more. And yep. his dip and his rip and his moves were there. And if that play gets extended another one and a half seconds. I'm telling y'all he beat our uh, returning right tackle McClendon on several plays. These and, are
0: offensive. Uh, that's what I was going to say, Clint. That's where I was going to go because these are offensive linemen we feel good about. I feel great about McClendon. McClendon, Brodwick Jones. These are guys that he was going up against that we feel we feel really good about, and he he was whipping some dudes out there. Yes, right. That's a, McClendon's got a full year plus of SEC national championship experience under his belt. And Nolan Smith was, he was seemingly getting a lot of what he wanted. I'm not going to say he was getting everything he wanted, but he was getting a lot of what he wanted. Uh, That makes you feel really good. Yes. As a Georgia fan, because number one, Georgia has got to get pressure on the quarterback. Number two, Georgia has got to have dominant Front play mm-hmm. this year, defensive front play, whether you want to call, you know, uh, Nolan Smith an outside linebacker, an edge defender or whatever. It doesn't really matter. He's he's on the front. He is lined up on the defensive front every single play. He, he yes. very rarely is up walking around behind the line of scrimmage. He's on the line of scrimmage every play, yeah. which means he is one on one against a tackle almost every play of the game, and it's his job to either get off that block and make a tackle in the run or get upfield and put pressure on the quarterback. And he showed us the ability to do both, and he's going to need to do that a lot this year. Yes, sir. I I think Nolan Smith can play a lot of snaps for the Georgia defense this year, Clint, and he's going to need to, and he's going to need to play really well.
1: That's exactly right. Uh, hey, we're going to come back after this and let you know more about some defensive players that we saw that did well. But first, we'll talk about Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens is fantastic, Daniel. I don't know if you know what this stuff is. It's vitamins, it's nutrients in a powdered form. Comes he just you put in your home. body, and it's you good. put you just and it's good you put, for you. There it is. See, this is look. If he can understand just it, just simplify y'all, the ad read for you. <laughs> this is just
0: you take it. You put it in your body. You are healthier conversation over
1: look um if you want better time if you want a better gut health uh, then athletic greens is what you need it's got a mild tropical taste uh that i look forward to each and every time i take it i use this daily put in 12 ounces of water one scoop athletic greens it's got that tropical taste it has that incredible vitamins uh, nutrients and gut health 75 high quality vitamins minerals whole foods sources superfoods superfoods probiotics It's got everything that your body needs to grow and be better at what you need to do for energy, for health, for longevity. Uh, It's lifestyle friendly. Whether you do keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, it is there for you. And as well as tons of people are taking multivitamins, uh, it's important to choose one high-quality ingredient that your body will actually absorb, and that is Athletic Greens. Stop doing all the nonsense. Get over to Athletic Greens right now. To make it easy, Athletic Greens has given you one free year supply of immune-supported vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash college. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash college to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance.
0: Clint, you started with a player on the defensive front, and I'm going to counter... With another player on the defensive front, because <laughs> listen the the second. I'm glad you're
1: sta- I'm glad you're staying here, Daniel. Because honestly, the defensive line showed me a, I have a lot of hope based upon G Day from the people that we lost.
0: Yes, and it's some of the hope is based on some guys that I think we might get to in in in, in just a bit. And I don't want to act like you know when I say Jalen Carter's name. And now we've said Nolan Smith and Jalen Carter. All of a sudden, we're playing the hits. You understand? This sure. is now uh, sure. like we're – the, these are the very low-hanging fruits of the Georgia this defense. This ain't no
1: deep tracks.
0: From. Okay. No. But sometimes the hits are hits for a reason, Clint, because yes, they're just absolutely slap. So Jalen Carter cannot be blocked by any human being in the United States of America. Mm. This is what I learned at G-Day. Period. Like – He's better than Uh everyone else. Like literally at the end of the year, we're going to be talking about Will Anderson and Jalen Carter as the best defensive players in all of college football period. And they're going to probably be the first two defensive players taken in the draft. Like those two guys will probably be the first two defensive players. taken. Uh, Um, You said yesterday on the podcast, Clint, we saw so much from Jalen Carter in this game, by the way. I love how many snaps he played. I love that he was out there quite a bit, getting the lather going. I loved the way that I saw him uh, maneuver on the front, uh, get upfield, get after the passer, stop the run. You said yesterday, Clint, we were talking about mismatches that the Georgia offense Todd Munkin has the ability to create. And you said, if you give me Christopher Smith coming down in the hole against Kendall Milton, I know which side I'm taking in that bet. But there was a moment in this game when it was not Christopher Smith in the hole against no, Kendall sir. Milton.
1: <laughs> no, sir.
0: It was big number 88 in the hole against can Kendall I, Milton. Can, are you asking me who I'm taking a bet on this side, Daniel? And w- we saw something horrifying. I mean, yeah. just... Ew, the thing that he did to Kendall Milton on that play was akin to the Darnell Washington stiff arm That's right. on Dan Jackson, which, by the way not a slide on Kendall Milton, just like it's not a slide on Dan Jackson. No. Sometimes you want you run up against a a monster, like a bona fide sea monster, and that's just you are going to get swallowed up. And that's exactly what happened to Kendall Milton. Um, he's got speed, he's got strength, he's got quickness, he's got yep. burst, yep, and he's got unparalleled athleticism for his size, Clint. This guy is the mm-hmm. most important player on the defense for Georgia mm-hmm. by a factor of ten. Jalen Carter doesn't all perform year, well. Uh-huh. Yeah,
1: if, no, if he doesn't perform year, big things, he does. He gets injured. He gets injured. Start sweating. Everybody in a Power G starts sweating profusely because it's going to be bad in a very very bad way. He per, yeah. he. Guys, I don't think we can describe to you just how impressive it is. Like when you look at Jordan Davis's combine statistics and you're like, wow, that's a freak among freaks, which it was, but Jalen Carter, two things
0: can be true at the same time.
1: Uh Jalen Carter is more freakish than that freakish, but he is more freakish than Trayvon and Trayvon tested out as one of the biggest freaks ever at the combine. The, the lean that he gets, the field goal blocking ability, the power, th- that combination is unfair. Again, you're supposed to find guys that can block or can stuff gaps or, you know, you kind of say, okay, or a well-rounded guy that, that does everything okay. Jalen Carter does everything exceptionally.
0: Yeah, and, and not it's not
1: fair. He wasn't the most
0: important or the most valuable but he was the best player on the defense last year. Clint. Last year. It, 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 that's just facts. He's the most talented defensive player Georgia has had in quite some time. He's the most talented defensive lineman Georgia has had
1: in a long time. We're a gonna, long my guess is we're going to say time. a different statement at the end of this year, Daniel, than what you just said. We're going to make a statement mm-hmm. that is ludicrous at the end of the, at the end of the season is my guess. Um, yeah. I'm glad you brought him up. We will go the way those two guys let's, I, I want to hit a couple more guys on the defensive line before we go to play. Yeah, in let's and we do come it. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. We'll because talk about
0: secondary when we come back, yeah.
1: because I think the entire defensive line showed out in such an incredible way that yes, we will, there will be moments where we regress specifically as it pertains to inside run. I think we will regress a, a slight bit, but Daniel, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The drop-off isn't as the shelf drop-off is not as big as I thought it was based upon no. G Day. It, no. It's less than because it was historic defense. Now, if we didn't have historic defense, you and I would be lauding this defensive line as run-stopping ability in the SEC with no problem. But when we compare it to last year's group, we're we're regressing, but we're regressing to a a, a level that is above most other SEC schools. That- Give me give me some names that stood out to you, Clint, because I've got a handful that I I I really liked. I'm I, gonna tell you right now, Logue, I, Logue. is a big old big old beast that I am happy and I'm satisfied and I'm confident. He comes into the game. I'm not thinking to myself, oh no, that's a liability. I'm thinking, oh no, some guard about to get whipped.
0: Yeah. How about I have. saw some plays? I saw some plays from Ingram Dawkins, 93. Yeah. He, I saw some plays from him that I really liked. What about big number ninety-five, true freshman Sean Washington? I saw him on the field, and it's you know it's always a little trippy on G day because you got guys and they're wearing the number, and you're like, uh, you know, I, I I see this guy, and and I'm like, hang on, did um big number ninety-five? First of all, I thought he went to the NFL draft, Devonte Wyatt, and second of all, did he gain hundred and twenty pounds? Did is he that looks giant? He's that's a big old boy, uh, and I saw some things from him. Yeah, I saw some things from Zion Logue. Bill Norton made some plays, made some yeah, tackles, d- held his own in the middle there. I, I think you could go on and on. There's a lot of guys, Clint, on this defensive front that are, are going to get opportunities because there's yes. plenty of opportunities to go around, and there's a lot of guys I feel very confident in. That that I think are more than capable to take advantage of those opportunities.
1: Absolutely, I I think just like we did last year, we saw a a year before. There's a rotation continually at UGA, and last year we had Jordan Davis and Devontae Wyatt who handled the inside, essentially, Mm -hmm. all the time. Yeah, I think this coming year we are going to see those four or five names cycle through on the interior which is different that's unique normally the interior guys kind of stay in the middle to do their thing but i think they're going to rotate at the same clip as the edge guys and i think edge guys are going to stay out there more nolan smith uh and jalen essentially they're the they're the constant force every single down and i think the yeah and you're guys- going to
0: see series to series a lot of substitution packages where it's going to be like this this guy gets this series yes. you know this this series belongs to Tramel Walther or whatever, but then he's not going to be the guy that's in there every single time. Mitchell, he's not going to be the guy that's in there every single series, but to keep guys fresh, to keep guys healthy, to keep guys ready to go in the four. And then when, when money time comes, Clint, Mm -hmm. you're going to have Mm -hmm. your best guys out on the field, which is inevitably going to include Jalen Carter and probably Zion Logue and Nolan Smith and a few others. You're going to have those guys out there when it matters, but they're going to be fresh because there's a plethora of guys down to, I think you're going to see some, again, I only mentioned Washington. He's not the only one. You're, no. I think you're going to see some true freshmen and some redshirt freshmen like Ingram Dawkins. You're going to see some, some guys that are very young in the program who you've never seen before as a Georgia fan. You're going to see them make real contributions this year. I really do mm-hmm. believe that.
1: All right. Uh, Last name I want to throw at you. Chaz Chambliss is just going to be a menace this year. He's he's not going to have as much of an impact because, again, he plays at a premium position for UGA and we have premium players at that. But I'm going to tell you this right now. He is going to feel see the field aplenty. And then next year, Mm -hmm. y'all, I'm already saying a breakout player in a couple years because this guy gets every aspect of football. And I mean, every aspect of football he gets and he's growing in every single one. Uh, Hey, we're going to come back. We're probably going to talk about some DBs and some guys that I actually think showed out. They they got torched and I knew the receivers were going to have a field. day. They got torched. But there were a couple of points to me that were glimmering hopes with a banged up secondary. We're going to come back after this, right after Daniel lets you know about bet online.
0: Betonline is your online sportsbook expert. They are the place that Clint and I go, the only place that we trust, because they are, in fact, the official sportsbook partner of the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. Uh, they it's easy to uh, deposit, it's easy to withdraw. They make the the, the site is great. You go there on your mobile, on your desktop, betonline.net easy to navigate, easy to get your money in and then easy to get your money out. Those are the most important things about a sportsbook and bet online has it. They also have every sport that you want, every line, every prop, every over under, every parlay. Everything that you could possibly want. NBA playoffs are in full swing. Uh, mm. There's a, a there's a 796 games in the NBA playoffs, so there's a lot of opportunities to bet because they just keep playing. They're just they will be playing until July. Base, Major league baseball is in full swing. I'm not sure if they're still even offering Matt Olson National League MVP tickets at this point. No,
1: they've, but they've if you see
0: one, if you see one, you might want to snatch it. You might want to snatch it up. Wrong hat. I know. I know. Uh, I just but, realized. <laughs> but BetOnline.net is your is the place to go to place all these wagers. Go there right now. Enter the promo code Locked On, and you'll get a uh, bonus on your initial deposit. That's free money with which to wager when you go to BetOnline.net. And then the promo code locked on. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts.
1: All right, defense got torched in the secondary quite a bit in this game. We knew the receivers were going to have a field day uh, because of how the game progresses, how G Day is out there, how rules, yada, yada, yada. But, day I'm going to let you know um, there were a couple of times that we were in position. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Nylon Green. I think did a fantastic job being in position on a couple of plays. And, and sometimes you just miss it by milliseconds and you know, yep. some freak wide receiver just comes down with a ball that you were in, like graded out. You did everything right. And again, yes. how football plays out, you can't defend a perfect throw and a perfect catch. It's impossible. I'm That's just correct. here to tell you it's impossible. I thought, I thought Nyland green actually played pretty well. I think so game. too. I was I, happy. If he winds up being opposite Keeley, I am pleased right now. I think Dalen Everett played pretty well in this game. I think so, too.
0: I think he showed me some things. I think um, he has got a lot of athleticism. You know, true freshman corner is a really tough spot to be in. Ask ask Tyson Campbell, um, who's pretty good, in case you missed that. Ask him how easy it is to come out as a true freshman. He did not look great. In a lot of this in a lot of the snaps that he played as a true freshman, mm-hmm. a lot of growing pains that year for him. Um, so it's a tough position to be in. Um, but I think you've got a lot that you like about him. Obviously, Christopher Smith was as solid as rock. I thought Dan Lanning was in constantly. It was constantly in good position, as you would expect him constantly. to be. Um, and Keely Ringo is a boss like that Keely guy. Ringo. That's Keely boss Ringo, right there.
1: Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, we've we've messed this up several times before, so let's try again. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> careful now, careful. Earplugs. Is Keeley Ringo a bona fide lockdown corner?
0: He's an island, Clint. There it is. Okay, he we is got we got one island. right. We missed There's on no way off. There's we no we way missed way on Baker.
1: Island. We missed on Stokes, but we ain't gonna miss on a third fool us once. Mm-hmm. twice shame on
0: us is the is the moral of the story shame on us always no but you had if you watched the G-Day game one time mm-hmm. which i know many of you did you probably left with a bad taste in your mouth because of the secondary because let's be honest the secondary got lit up mostly by carson beck which is why yeah. you love carson beck as you should he played We great. love him. And you hate the secondary. But Let me just put a pause on that because it is not the job of the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast to call out Georgia players for being bad. No. But I will just say this. If you were to go back and re-watch and, and see the particular player mm-hmm. that was involved in all the plays or many of the plays that gave you such a bad feeling about the secondary, I'll just spoil it for you. You would find that it's the same player over and over and over again. And it's, it's Jalon Kennedy. And let me just say tease and peace to the young man, because he's really, he's thrown out there because of lack of depth and he's going up against guys that are potential NFL players at wide out and he is giving it max effort hundred percent but you're not going to see him on the field for the Georgia defense this year now maybe he will continue to improve and he will earn a spot on the field in future years that's we have seen that story many times right think about William Poole as a true sophomore yes you're not gonna see Kennedy on the field this year and so This is part of G-Day where you have to do a little bit more than just watch and feel. Because if you just watch and feel, sometimes your feelings will get you in trouble. You have to do a little analysis. And so I would say overall, the secondary Georgia played decent. Not great, but decent. I would say there are a few guys that played really well. And I would say there's one guy, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. who played – Really poorly. Who got burned a lot. Yeah. And so I I only say that to say not to disparage the kid, but to say you got to be careful
1: about making blanket assumptions when you watch a game like G-Day. And that's exactly. I I love this understanding of, again, context is king, especially in these regards. There were were moments that gave you hope. Uh, Bullard gives me a lot of hope. Sure. A lot of hope, and all of a sudden, when you start, when you start paring down, when you start talking about the actual defense, when you're not talking about depth amongst every single guy, because again, you're not going to have greatness at every single position with every single person. You need to Georgia take. legitimately lacks depth in the secondary. That was proven at G Day.
0: If you want to make that take, shout it from the mountaintops. Georgia line with that.
1: We like yeah. that. But if you want to talk about you want to talk about five or six rotational guys? The top five guys, six guys, I feel confident on. I've, Bullard, Poole, Ringo, Christopher Smith, uh, Dan Jackson, Tyke Smith.
0: Kamari Laster,
1: Kamari Lassiter. Now you're talking those guys, I, I'm feeling really good. Daniel, yep. I'm feeling confident of that mix. Now, then you add on top of it some guys back behind that. You know, Malachi Starks, who, by the way, you will not find a guy more excited than me for Starks. I, I think he is going to be generational, and he's going to see the field this year. Generational, Daniel. Yikes. Let me say again. Let me say yeah. again. I Yikes. have no problem. I have – look, I'm going to say this right now. This is – we're at the end of the podcast. Nobody's – I'm gonna say the guys that I have claimed as my guys on defense, not on uh, not on offense. I'm gonna say the guys that I have claimed on when I saw them in G day, when I saw them in spring, and I said that's a dude. They've hit Daniel. I'm just gonna say that right now. They've hit. All right. I don't. I'll allow it. I'll okay. Allow thank it. you. Thank you. But I think that the top five or six guys we can do something with. After that, yeah, the one position group, Daniel, we can't afford injury to injury at all. This this year.
0: is the thing you got to be. And you're going to have injury in the secondary. I mean, look, you're going to have injury in the secondary. We had a ton of injury in the secondary last year. But we're going to have injury in the secondary. I think the good news for Georgia is that the Georgia defense does not need the secondary to carry them. We spent the first two segments talking about the front seven. But they do need the Georgia secondary to be good. If this defense is going to hold people under 20 points a game, they need the secondary to be good. And right now... I think the starters are good. Yes. But you start getting too far below that, and now Georgia might have a legitimate cause for concern, or you're just going to need to see guys develop. All right. Um, that's it for today's show. Thanks, as always, for listening. Um, uh, we will be back to talk more about this Georgia football team and G-Day, and we will see you guys then. See ya.